we're barely going to give you resources, but when you do, like, they're going to be great. Yeah. So like, yeah. I, I kind of had faith in the game to be like, right. Here's your one bullet. It it will it will treat you right. And I was just like, it did not. It tri- it I, treated me wrong. hundred <laughs> percent. It treated yeah. me wrong. I actually I actually super like the way that you kind of explained that because. Welcome to the Crown Unions Podcast, where we talk about our favorite games, video game news, and just about anything else. My name is Matthew, and as always, I'm here with my best friends, Marissa and Sacco. Now, I'd like to remind everybody that there are no stupid questions, so I'm going to start us off with a question right now. Marissa. Yeah? Why did everyone like The Last of Us so much? Because I feel like I missed something. (laughs) I also feel like you missed something, because it's a great game, and I'm excited for that to be the entirety of today's topic, which is just mainly Matt's thoughts on The Last of Us, but also just breaking down The Last of Us. So really quickly, before we dive too much into this, I do want to give a big spoiler warning. Obviously, to talk about The Last of Us, we will be spoiling parts of this game. If you're planning on playing it or might play it in the future, uh, while we appreciate your support, you might want to just go listen to a different episode for this week. Uh, otherwise, that has been your spoilers warning for the episode. And Matt, why don't you get us started? So first things first, guys, I finally finished The Last of Us. Uh, I am proud of you. Proud to say that I am somebody who has completed The Last of Us, which is not something that everybody in the world can say. I feel like I'm in the the minority here. Um, but I, I finished The Last of Us. It only took me 2,840 days. Um, that is seven years, nine months, and ten days. <laughs> it took me significantly longer uh, to beat it than I would have liked. Uh, if if you don't know, like we talked about this before, if you don't know, um, I played The Last of Us when it came out for the PlayStation 3. Uh, and then I stopped because it's not a good game. And then I played The Last of Us again for the PlayStation 4 because everybody, it won Game of the Year and everybody was talking about it. And then they remastered it for the PlayStation 4. Uh, and I was like, you know what? This game is obviously good um they've remastered it and they nobody will everybody that plays games won't stop talking about it so i will play it uh i will try and i played for less time than the first time and i was like nope i i don't like this game um so i i played it twice and gave up twice and then we started the podcast and marissa was like hey you need to play the game and sacco was like you should really play the game so i was like i will do it for content I'm going to bitch about it the entire time. And Which she did. And I did. <laughs> uh, and I I finally, I sat through it. I recorded the times that I was like, this is it. This is why I'm quitting the game. Um, we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, but I finally beat it. And I was like, you know what? It, it really wasn't uh, at all anything worth the hype in my opinion and then i was like let's record a podcast and marissa was said uh we're not recording podcast until you play the last of us left behind so i did that and i cannot wait to play the last of us too <laughs> <laughs> i'm so like that literally that one cutscene was like i understand why people like this game but without that like i feel like not a lot of people play the dlc you know what i mean like it is dlc it is the only reason why i got it is because i had the remastered edition which came with it so if you play this game for the PlayStation 3 and you didn't play 
left behind. I'm just curious, like, why did you like it so much? Because, like, it wasn't it for me. Um, but let's let's jump right into it. So I stopped playing um, right at the end of Bill's Town, which is like very early on in the game. Yes. Um, you you basically. Uh, I'm trying to see. It's the fourth chapter, but the first one, the first chapter is a prologue, so it's like the third real chapter. Um, and at the end of that mission, you have to face. Like you're in a school, you're basically trying to find a truck uh, to get an engine so that you can drive to Pittsburgh. Um, and at the end of the chapter, you face, there's like a bunch of, like you're in a school gym. And I sat there and I was like, this isn't fun. This is not entertaining. Um, specifically, the the thing that pissed me off was that like, it was very much a game that is, it's like a scavenger game. Like you need to... It's it's very realistic. Like it's an apocalyptic game, and like there's not a lot of resources, which is fine. Um, but the thing that really gets to me is that they, like it it it's, I was playing on easy mode. I and I play games on easy. I was playing on the easiest difficulty because that's how I play. And everybody said like the gameplay is not great, but the story's fantastic. And if you know you're making a story like this, why would you make the game so hard? Is pretty much where I'm getting at. Like, it just seemed way too hard for the fact that I was playing on easy. And it's like, I don't necessarily want to just walk through it. But like, if you're going to only give me five bullets, I would hope that one of them does damage. So I feel obligated to chime in here with you, something. Yeah, I'm and just going to keep I, ranting, I don't, so you go for it. I, I don't really know. I don't want to tie this back to the fact that I'm a girl, ga- a girl gamer and like I... I forever have just never always assumed that if I'm having a problem with a game, like to say something about the mechanics feels like it's more on me. And I've always had that kind of feeling about it. And I'm not going to get into that in today's podcast. But one of the things that I thought was interesting is you were like, I can't hit anyone. This game is stupid. The gameplay is broken. And I thought that was really interesting because I remember playing the game and being like, this is challenging and I need to be better. And I yeah. feel like that actually kind of sums up why you had a harder time with it than I did. Because I was like, okay, I need to be better. And you were like, the game is broken. And I don't think that's bad. Like, I actually think you're right here where, like, the mechanics are actually really, really non-functional. But in my perspective, that was it was never about the mechanics. It was like, okay, Marissa, you need to just learn how to hit somebody in the face with the bullet. Like, come on, Marissa, like, figure it out, man. Like, I just had that kind of internal monologue about kind of the, like, gun not being, like, great or something like that. And I... Yeah. That was also one of the reasons that I actually, like, played most of the game when possible, like... The DLC, like when you get to play as Ellie or other parts where you get to play as Ellie and you have your bow and arrow, like that was preferred. Mm -hmm. Because I actually found the bow and arrow was a lot easier to use than the gun. Um so But I get what you're saying. Like I actually fully get it. Like your 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 weapons didn't do a lot of damage. I also played it on a harder difficulty than you. I didn't play it on the like full hard difficulty, which is the one without like I forget what it's called, but it it actually removes your, like, HUD and everything. Like, you don't have any information. You just have to, like, cycle through things. And, like, it's much harder. You don't even get prompts. Yeah, like, good luck, right? Like, it's kind of that mentality. But 
I, so I also had that, like, okay, well, you know, like, the bullets aren't doing damage, but they're not really supposed to do as much damage because I'm playing it on a harder difficulty, which is why when you were playing it on easy, I was surprised. Like, because yeah. I watched you stream um, Left Behind, and you were hitting things, and they just weren't just, dying. Like, just I was like, oh, interesting. Like... <laughs> they didn't actually, like, bump it down. Yeah, like, much. I wonder what the balance or like the yeah the balancing they made on the difficulties i didn't i also didn't play it on the easiest difficulty but i didn't play it on the hardest difficulty either i I just played it on normal um and i i didn't have like a a whole lot of like clips with the the game mechanics i um the way i looked at it i liked it because it was different than a lot of other games that i had played up to that point Mm-hmm. It, it was just a pretty like it was a unique game in that like it really felt like um like you were just like i don't know how to describe it like it was like i was playing a movie right because like up until that point i had never played the uncharted games um and i like the two i don't think the tomb raider series was out yet like the new one like the the mm-hmm. uh like revamped ones the square and- enix one I think, all, I think they're all. I think they're all Square Enix. I, that might be. <laughs> that was. They, they might be. Um, um, but like it was just, like very. It was very different. Co- like going to that from like COD, where you're right. Like every like you can kill someone in one bullet, but like in in real life, like you can't unless you hit them perfectly. Like you're not going to kill someone with one bullet. And I I enjoyed like, I'm going to put it in quotes like the realism of that and that like it did make it a lot more challenging and it did make you like. It made me think about each shot a lot more than just firing at will, right? Like if I, because I knew like, oh, I, if I don't hit this person in the head, I, I'm, I've wasted a bullet because so, now that that like I now have to either shoot him again or I have to like go up to him and hit him, like so then there, there was no reason for me to shoot the bullet to begin with, and like that, and I think on the harder difficulties, what I'm assuming happens because I, I did, I also watched you play the, the left behind. DLC and it didn't look a lot different than when I had played it on normal. So I'm assuming like it was just a resource thing where like the higher the difficulty you went, the harder it was to get resources. So, so I think yeah. I saw you picking up a lot more stuff than I remember there being. Yeah. Um and so I maybe like maybe they could have made the easier difficulty actually easier and maybe they could have like like given you more bullets and made the enemies weaker, right? Like there might have been a better balance there, um, but I, 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 like I know a lot of people w- did have, like most of the reviews I read about the game were like get the story fantastic gameplay could use some work, is is what I remember when the game first came out, of a lot of people reviewing it. So so here's my like, Marissa, I agree with you 100. percent Like there are games that I'll play and I'll be like, okay, I am bad at the game, and and. If this was a situation where I was like just really bad, like I like I didn't play The Last of Us and be like, oh, I am bad at the game. I need to get better. Like they're not dying because I'm like not performing. It was like I'm doing everything the game appears to want me to yeah. do, and it's not working to a point where I turned on auto aiming, and then the game would constantly be like, hey, like you can turn on, like you're you're using a lot of bullets and not getting any kills. Like you can turn on auto aiming. It's like auto aiming is already turned on. Why are you telling me to yeah. turn it on? It's already turned on. Like, okay. that's something that maybe you should know yeah. as a game. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, that's, but, fair. But, that's fair. But not even that. It's just, like, it, the game just very much felt like, like, when I was playing the game, it very much felt like, here is a gun. 
the bullets do not matter. No matter how much you save your resources, you're going to have to get into a melee fight. Like, that's just the way as I was playing it. Like, that's just how it felt. And eventually, yeah. that's what I ended up doing. But it, it's like, I've played other games similar to this. Like, I play a lot of horror games. And like, this has like horror aspects where it's like, you're going to get one bullet. And you're going to have to make that bullet count. But when you use it, like, it's going to be it a one-shot kill. Like, they yeah. they very much give you 10. Like, the, the game that, like, immediately that I'm thinking of is is The Evil Within. And it's like, when you're going there, like, you're finding one bullet, two bullets. Like, you, you save them. And then there's three monsters in front of you. And you're like, okay, I have two bullets. I need to make this work. And then The Last of Us would be like, okay, I finally saved up an entire clip. I have 30 bullets. There's one monster in front of me. I have auto-aim equipped. I'm aiming right at its head. I shot him in the head. The monster flinched. I shot him again. The monster flinched. And it's like, why am I saving? Like, why am I saving bullets? Why am I trying to find these resources if the resources aren't going to work? And like, it just mm. kind of felt like a letdown. Yeah. Yeah, I think that one of the things that kind of put it into perspective for me, and maybe this was just like an expectation thing, like, when you go into a game with like adequate expectations of like how it's going to work, like that can help. I remember talking to Sacco before I played the game and he was basically like, when you encounter clickers, don't shoot them. Like it's useless. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. only ever sneak up and melee kill them. Yeah. Because otherwise you're going to waste all of your bullets trying to kill them because like, and like that was something that, like, I just always had in my brain. So, like, when I ran into clickers, I would never shoot them. Like, never shoot them unless I literally had to. I mean, I was also playing on a harder difficulty, so I didn't have a lot of bullets. Mm -hmm. So, like, that was kind of something that, like, I had just, like, expected from the beginning. But I feel like you're right. Like, the interesting thing to me is that you're absolutely right. Like, the mechanics and the gameplay does actually not line up with how well-received this game was. And I love the game. Like, I will speak absolute wonders about this game if you haven't played this game i will encourage you to play it like i will always always push for this game but you're not wrong like you're not wrong about the mechanics and i feel like a lot of people overlooked it because of its story exactly like it really and, and they actually like fully didn't even like <laughs> i'll call it out a little bit like the reviewers didn't do their job because they actually fully ignored the problems with the game yes 100%. to advocate for people to play it and that's what i mean this is the whole other discussion but this is one of the things that really pisses me off about how video games are reviewed i want an accurate representation of what to expect because otherwise you do end up with like kind of matt's perspective where you're like okay well the gameplay is not gonna be terrible because like nobody said it's terrible no it is kind of terrible like honestly it is like also there was i remember there was only one part that i got really 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 stuck on but it was right at the beginning. You're like going through one of the buildings, like right, right after you um, part from Tess, and like Ellie and Joel haven't really bonded yet. Like it's right in mm -hmm. that like early bit of the game. You're going through one of the buildings, and I remember like it was like there was like this one clicker, and it was patrolling in front of like you're like in a train station or a bus station or something, and it's like patrolling in front of these lockers. And I just remember, like, I got so fucking fed up with that section that, like, I tried it a million ways. I tried meleeing all the zombies. I tried hiding. Like, and, like, for me to try hiding is, like, intense, first of all, because I hate sneaking around. And so, like, I was trying to sneak and I couldn't get through it. 
And then, like, I was trying to kill them. And, like, anytime I killed them, they, like, set off all of them. So they would all run at me. And, like, I remember being really frustrated at that part. And I feel like that was just your whole experience, Matt, was just every time you did something, it was, like, everyone ran at you. And then it was, like, well, what the fuck do I do now kind of thing. And it is a really broken part of the game. And also, like... I bring this up because, like, people have talked about the AI in this game because it's a little bit broken with your, like, buddy system. Mm-hmm. But I was at the beginning of the game, and I thought because Ellie Ellie was, like, wandering out in front of me that she was going to set off the zombies. And I was, like, yeah. panicking about that. I remember panicking about that, like, a lot. Yeah. And then being like, oh, wait, they don't give a shit about her. Yeah, they they, they ignore your, your companion whenever you're playing the game, which makes sense because if they didn't, it would have been impossible. To it it would have been really hard if they did. It would have been literally impossible. Like And, like, they did a lot of things that I thought were really cool. Like, they were, they were like, um, broken. They were, like, uh, yeah, broken bottles on the ground and stuff. And if you walked over one or if you, and you, like, you would kick it and it would make a noise and it would alert people. So, like, you had to, like, I feel like they, they went in way too deep. Right with the realism, they're like, "Well, one bullet is going to kill anybody," but then they they went too far with it because then it took too many bullets to kill somebody. And they're like, "Okay, well, if you hit something, it's going to make a noise." And these zombies or these infected only only move around and like know their surroundings by sound, so they'll obviously hear you make this like kick this bottle. And like the other thing was like the then you could use that like I feel like everything that they like tried to do, they thought, "Oh, well, you can just use it as like your advantage." And like for most of it you can, like for the bottle stuff, like you can pick up a bottle and then throw it across the room and then the clickers will go to it because they've heard a sound, right? Like but like the you're right, the bullet and like the gun mechanic, like I don't remember using a lot of the actual like cuz you get like you get all kinds of guns. You get a shotgun, a pistol, you get like an assault rifle. Like, mm-hmm. And I don't remember using a lot of those on anybody who wasn't a, like an, an actual living human like being. Like a human, yeah. Yeah, right? Like, all the infected, I either, like, crafted bombs or crafted ships. I I feel, because it was either, it was or, or bow and arrows. Like, the bow and arrows are way more useful than the, the guns were, because they didn't alert, you're right, Marissa, when you said they didn't, they don't alert anybody. And that yeah. was the big thing, it's the second you fired one shot, there were 30 infected running towards you, and you're like, well, now I'm screwed. Where if you, like, because you can, like, craft bombs and then place them, and then if a zombie got close to it, it would blow up. And because as long as you weren't next to it, now you your your area, like your your place isn't shown to the rest of the zombies, so you're not being swarmed and right right away. And so like they really like handicapped the like the gun mechanics. And I, I feel like they just really didn't didn't want you to use the guns, but they gave them to you anyway. That, was, that's my issue, is that like if you're yeah. much of the game and like the game wants you to sneak, it wants you to like Oh, not even melee fight like it wants you to like stealth kill every yes. single interaction absolutely which i think is how i mostly played it i i i stealth killed almost everything i think so like again like i don't want to keep comparing it to the evil within but like the evil within plays very similarly and it's like that like it, you go into the game and it's like we're gonna give you one bullet and you're gonna have that bullet for the rest of the game because every single kill you're gonna have to stealth kill or else you're gonna die like, if you waste your bullet, it's going to kill one monster, and then you're just going to die the next level. So, like, mm-hmm. it very much from the beginning always felt like that. And I feel like um, because I was playing on easy, like, I guess they were just giving me so many bullets. And I was like, oh, like, they very clearly want me to shoot. But, like, Marissa, like you said, like, Sacco, um, you said Sacco gave you the advice to, like, never shoot a clicker. Yeah. And, like, I went in playing all, like, the horror survival games that I've played where, like, 
we're barely going to give you resources, but when you do, like, they're going to be great. Yeah. So yeah. Like, I, I kind of had faith in the game to be like, right. Here's your one bullet. It it will it will treat you right. And I was just like, it did not. It, tri- it I, treated me wrong. hundred <laughs> percent. It treated me wrong. I actually, I actually super like the way that you kind of explained that because it's like, that is one of the things that I think would be useful if it was actually in a review. So what you yeah. just said was really interesting. They give you more bullets if you're playing on an easier level, which in their t- intention is to help you but it's not going to help you well, because like it, the it bullets aren't going to do what they're supposed to do. Instead, it would have been more useful to nerf the enemies or yes. to make it so you could actually shoot a clicker or make yeah. it so that, you know, instead of 10 bullets, which I'm pretty sure was actually how many, like at least yeah, the clickers how many were way bullets. Yeah. 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 Like at least 10 bullets. Like you, they could have made it five. Yeah. And, yeah. and and also giving you more bullets and also yeah. giving you this. It's just like I think this is something that's also a little bit broken within the gaming community. Um, in particular, like it industry rather, not the community. It's not the community's fault. <laughs> but the uh the the fact that I find a lot of developers don't take the difficulties very seriously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that's something that's always actually really frustrated me from a couple angles, is that I'm a big believer in replaying games. So if I replay a game, I want to be able to breeze through it on mm-hmm. easy. Yeah. And some games, yeah, like hell yeah, I can just basically like one shot everyone. And that's great because that's all I want. I just want to one shot people. Like I'm not here. I'm not here for a long time. I'm just here for a good time. Yeah. Like and that's then, my that's mentality when I'm on easy. But like then you have games like The Last of Us, which I think they sh- should be a little bit like it should be pointed out. Like the difficulty really only got harder. It didn't actually ever get easier. Yeah. And when you go on easy difficulty, it should be getting easier. Like I just as somebody who plays games on really hard difficulties I'm so fucking sick of the elitism of playing games on really hard difficulties. Like, I play it because that's what I enjoy doing. But why does it matter if it was easier for someone else to beat? Like, it doesn't take away from your accomplishment that you Mm -hmm. put in the time to beat it on Nightmare or Veteran or whatever, Grandmaster. Like, it doesn't take away from what you've done that somebody else didn't take that same path. And so I think that that's something that's actually like a greater problem, but it definitely resonates within the Naughty Dog game. And I didn't really understand how badly until I was watching you stream the Left Behind DLC. I remember being like, this feels exactly like what I remember it being, except he asked for something else. Yeah, right. Like, Matt, what did let's so let's say like you're we're like we're developing this game and they're coming up with the difficulties and they're like okay well easy we'll give them more bullets and they they thought about nerfing the enemies but they never did would it have been better if on the easy difficulty like with the first time you saw a clicker the game like like froze for a second and a little thing came up was like it like clickers are like like basically they're armored because they've been infected for so long so the bullets aren't going to be very effective your most effective way of killing them would have been a stealth kill. Like, would that have made the I, game? I don't better? think it would have made the game better. It pretty much did that. Like, it was very much like, "This is a clicker. You have to stealth kill them." Like, it, okay. it, 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 it didn't feel like that. My, my thing is like, if you, if every single review of this game is, 
the gameplay kind of sucks, but the story is amazing. Should there not be like an option that's like, there's so many games now that are like single player games. And like, you'll look at the difficulties and it'll be like, um, like veteran or like extra hard or like master. And then it'll be hard, normal, easy, and then story mode. And it's like, this is for somebody who does not want to play the game, but just wants to enjoy the story. And it's yeah. like, if, if your whole aspect of the game is the story, like you play it for the story, then like why isn't that an option like let me let me literally just shoot a bullet into every single like let me not even get into combat with anybody i just want to mm-hmm. walk around a deserted pittsburgh and a deserted austin and i want to like yeah. even if there's zero monsters i would have enjoyed the game better than me dying in the same spot over and over again being like i know what i need to do but the game physically isn't working <laughs> like at that point um like, I feel like that's where I lost it. Like, if the game basically was just like, this is exactly what you need to do. Like, I feel like I was already doing that. Yeah, I yeah. think I think that that's valuable. So the other thing that. Um, and I don't want to take away from your critique because this, mm-hmm. this is Matt reviews I, The Last of Us. I, technically. Like, <laughs> I want but, to do The Last of Us podcast and I feel like I'm having a Matt critiques The Last of Us podcast. And, like, there's, <laughs> there's some good stuff to the game that like I'll get to. And like, if I don't get to it, like, remind me to get to it. But Marissa, please. Yeah, I actually want to add on one thing. So the one I talked about the one section where I got caught up because mm-hmm. I couldn't complete it. There was one section where I probably would have down to the difficulty if that would have made a huge difference because it scared the living shit out of me so the and this is big spoilers if you've been listening and you've been like just playing with fire here like huge spoilers <laughs> but this is the part where uh basically uh ellie is you know um taken um, and she's, um, this is after Joel is hurt and she's on her own and you're actually playing as Ellie and, um, I believe his name is, yeah, David, uh, attacks her and he attacks her in the, in a restaurant mm-hmm. and basically the restaurant is on fire and David is like, being real creepy and he's like i'm like you have no idea what i'm capable of he's like gonna just like there's there's a whole bunch of layers here that are just like this man's gonna do awful things and then you're put in ellie's shoes and you have to sneak up to him repeatedly to try to um defeat him and i almost stopped playing because this scene like for multiple levels was really uncomfortable Mm -hmm. um and story-wise it was like intense and this like really good story and like just super like I didn't know what was gonna happen like I honestly didn't I was like I don't know Joel might wake up and come running in here and like fucking die for all I know. Like I have no idea what's about to happen because I just wasn't expecting this type of scene. But the fact that you had to sneak up on this dude and you had to sneak around because he could also hear you, which was like a mechanic that was only ever given to you, but then he could now hear you if you made too much noise Mm -hmm. and he would sneak up on you. And then at one point you can't hear him anymore because he's being quiet. And I, like, almost lost my mind. Like, I literally was like, I can't play this game. Like, I can't finish this game because this is 
freaking me out so badly. And that is a moment where I was like, I wanted an eat, like I wanted a story mode difficulty. I wanted a, wow, just walk up to this guy and stab him and it'll all be over. Because it was just a lot. And yeah, that scene was super intense. And like, and I think they did a good job on it. Like, I want to commend the good job that they did. And for people who like, like that kind of things in video games is great. But that wasn't why I was playing The Last of Us. And that wasn't what I wanted. And it's actually something I actively avoid in video games is like sneak missions and stuff like that because they freak me out. And that one in particular with David, who is like a psychotic guy who, like, I believe they're cannibals. They cannibals <laughs> and like, yeah. there's like yeah. this whole like, um, very rapey context to it. Mm-hmm. Um, which was just like a whole other level of discomfort. And I was like, even though this is a video game, even though I know it's not happening to me, I don't want this man to touch Ellie. And like the fact that I was in control of that freaked me out. Like I I I don't know how many times I paused that just to be like, okay, you played Bioshock. You can do this. Like I was just hyping myself up the entire yeah. time. But I couldn't, like, I couldn't deal with the sneaking. So I agree, Matt. Like, there's there's just certain things that, like, on a, like, really basic level, on a, like, making your game accessible to a multiple mm-hmm. audiences thing, I just didn't think that they did really well. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, like, a kind of an indication for a larger problem within the gaming industry is that this accessibility isn't always there. But I, I did find that at that one moment. So I'm I'm actually really glad that you brought that moment up because it does like it, it I just want to talk about how much the game mechanics can remove you from the story. Because you were telling me that like like everything that you were as you were talking about that, I was thinking about it and like you, like that was an extremely emotional scene. And I feel like I I should have like I in that moment, I should have been way more into the game and been like, oh my god, like I am like controlling like like everything that happens right now I'm controlling and like it, it should have been way more um it should have been a way more like enhanced experience but I spent that entire sequence just dying repeatedly like 20 times in a row like I'm not good at video games like at the end of the day like I'm not good at video games that's fine but I, I literally like that entire time I was just like please don't die again I don't want to watch the death cutscene like one more. like like I'm like I don't want to play this game anymore like I'm not even thinking about the emotional cutscene that's happening and like when I actually got to the cutscene of like, like Joel comes in and like you you kill him like like Ellie kills David and I was just like thank God I don't have to play that mission again like I wasn't even thinking about yeah. the story at that point yeah. I was just like thank I God actually, I do not have to play this again. I actually had the same instinct the first time she hits David and I yeah. like I remember the cutscene vividly. I got pulled into the story very quickly because I I think I was already at that level like I wasn't because I I never actually died during that scene. Mm-hmm. Which I think um, was not, like, an impressive thing. It was literally, like, me just pausing it repeatedly yeah. and being like, I can I can do this, Marissa. You can figure this out. Like, David ain't got nothing on you kind of, like, pep talks. But, like, the fact that, like, then when Ellie hit him the first time, I wasn't like, oh, wow, wow, this is, like, violent. I was like, thank fuck that's over. Yeah. And then she repeatedly hits him and that drew me back into the story 
But the fact that for a minute I was just like so out of the story that I was like, thank God I don't have yeah. to play that again. Like, thank God like, this is over. Like, thank God. Like, that shouldn't have been my response. Especially yeah. in such an emotional yeah, scene. Like, my first instinct shouldn't be like, okay, I'm going to walk away so I can get a breath while this plays. I'm going to look away. Like, that shouldn't be my first thought. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I remember I remember that. Cause, well, I thought that was the end of the game. One, because they, they did set it up like it was. Because, like, yeah. you had to, f- like, you basically have to fight your way out of like being kidnapped and then you had to like sneak around the whole place and then you end up in the restaurant with david and i was like oh this is obviously the end of the game and like they set it up like your quintessential boss fight it was your three-stage boss fight right where every stage got slightly harder and then where it said at the third stage you can't hear him anymore and so you just have to keep moving and avoid anything that makes sound so that you can sneak up behind them and like it was one of the only things i had trouble with uh, in the game like dying a lot i do remember dying a lot in that in that that restaurant and like i i feel like they the developers were trying to go for like like not like, like hearing you guys talk about like the mechanics and the shooting and then just like thinking about it like sitting here like it it does feel like the the developers were going for a feeling of constant fear without mm-hmm. having jump scares or like a super creepy uh atmosphere if that makes so, any sense? Because like if it's yeah. like, oh, I have a gun and I have bullets, but they're kind of useless. So if anything pops up at me, I'm screwed. Like I feel like that was the feeling they were going for. But in doing that, you're right. It did make the game much less accessible for people who don't play video games a lot or play who have never played a third person shooter or first person shooter or well, something and like I, that. Right? Like I think I think one of the things that bothers me the most is I played the remastered. Mm-hmm. Um, and if there was one time to change something about the game, it was when you made the remastered. And how I don't think it would have been that difficult. But then again, I'm not a game developer, so one of them, if they ever listen to this, <laughs> might be like, "Wow, she's talking out of her ass here." But like, I don't think it would have been that hard to remove some of the necessary, um, like, like commands and stuff that you have to do to get through certain levels and make it a baby mode a story mode a i don't really want to play the game mode i just want to see the cutscenes mode but i kind of want to shoot a few things in the process mode like i feel like it wouldn't have been that hard to add it at that point Mm -hmm. but again i circle this back to a little bit of like i feel like the video game critics could have been more honest yeah like i I don't when they were reviewing the game there is no way in my mind that these Critics c- didn't see these problems as they were going oh, through them, 100%. but they were just so lost in the story. Mm-hmm. It was it'd be like it'd be like if if a critic was like reviewing Cuphead and was like, "Oh, this game is fantastic. The artwork is amazing. The story is super short, but it's like really captivating." Ten out of ten, absolutely recommend this game. But then didn't mention at all that it's one of the hardest games you'll ever buy. <laughs> and, right? and like, Matt will like throw his ex- like right. And I feel wall. like that's what the reviews of the last was were was like the. They were so enthralled in the story, and so like, oh, I have to talk about the story. I have to talk about how much you need to in like experience this adventure. But and they didn't talk about the. You're right, like the the broken like AI mechanics that they kind of like like fixed by just basically ignoring them, and like the like the difficulties wrapped around the gun mechanics and all this stuff. And like, I I I I, I like I'm not blaming Naughty Dog for any of this, but like it is like a you're right, like it's a, it's an issue with the entire industry in that the reviews don't necessarily put forth a good expectation 
um, mm-hmm. what you said, Marissa, like an, or like an expectation of what you're supposed to like expect in the game. And then you have like your expectations are up at the top and you're like, oh, it's going to be a fun game. It's going to be a cool story to play through. And then you then you're you're in Matt's position where you where you get the game, you start playing the game and you just get so frustrated that you just stop playing the game. Yeah. Yeah. So so go ahead. Matt. Just just to relate it to Cuphead, like Cuphead is a game that is designed to be hard. And they give you an easy mode. And if you beat it on easy mode, you physically can't progress. Like you have to beat it on normal because they want you to struggle. So like the easy mode is like, okay, you can play this level as a training, but we're not going to give you the full boss. Like we're going to take out the middle bit. Um, and if you win, you don't actually get anything. Like you just, you trained. And and if that's what um, The Last of Us did, like if they wanted to make a hard game, they could have just been like, here are your difficulties, normal or hard. Like you can play the hard version or you can play the really hard version. Like yeah. that would have been fine. But they gave me an easy option. And like if you read, like if you're giving me an easy option and you're going to let me beat the game on easy, why isn't it easy? And like, I, I very much play games. Like I do not have time to play video games. I don't have 40 hours to put into this game. I'm going to play it on easy just so I can finish it quicker. And if it's still taking me this long, then it's like, I just don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. Um, I, I think that that's all valid. And I do want to move on a little bit because mm-hmm. I do want to talk about your impressions of the story. Mm-hmm. But did you have anything else that you wanted to cover first? So so the one last thing that I wanted to mention is that the first time I played this game, like like I'm coming in like now having beaten it, like I got all my critiques out of the way. And like I'm pretty much just been like I, I, I've been like smack talking this game and like like absolutely just like ripping into it. it it's a good game. I get why it won game of the year here's why i feel like it affected me so poorly it's because the first time i played it it was like right when it came out it did have some heat like like people were talking about it but it was on the playstation 3 i played it on normal i got to bill's town and i was like you know what this game isn't for me um i I just i don't think i'm gonna play this game it's not a game that i'm enjoying so i'm just gonna cut it now and then i found out what happened i find out that ellie um that when she gets to the end, they basically just want to like cut her open and like just kill her and like use her to like create a vaccine. So I know the entire time that like she's going to die and Joel has to be like, no, that's, that's not happening. So so I knew that like right from the beginning, like the PlayStation 3 version. And then everybody hyped it up and they're like, no, you got to play this game. You got to play this game. You got to play this game. And they remastered it. And I was like, yeah, like I know she's like they're trying to kill her the entire time. And they're like, no, play the game anyways. Like it's better. Like, that's not actually the ending. Like, there's more to it. And I was like, okay. And then I tried playing it. Like, everybody's hyping it up. So I tried playing it again. And I was like, I, like, I I really am not enjoying this. Like, why is everybody hyping this up so much? And then I felt like, like, I feel like I'm not the issue with not being able to beat the game on easy. And, like, the game is telling me to turn on auto aiming, but it's already on auto aiming. And it's like, I feel like I'm, like, I just ended up being like, I don't want to be like this person. Like, I don't care anymore. Like, I just don't want to play it. Like, I feel like I'm wrong trying to play this game. And like, why am I going to waste my time doing that? And then yeah. this time around, I was like, there was the only other time other than Bill's Town. Um, there was a scene with David before you get to like, when you're actually fighting him and he's on your side. You're in um, like a small room and there's like hordes coming at you. Yeah. I remember and, like, what you're talking about. I died like so many times in that room. And I, I got to the point where I was like, I I, I told quit. I told Merson Sacco would be this so we can talk about it. Like I don't want to play this game right now. Like I want to just give them the controller and be like, just beat this level for me because I don't want to play it. 
Um, yeah. But like I finally got through it. And like the rest of the game, like I learned how to play. Like I, I changed the way I would play the game so I could beat it. Yeah. And then I finally beat it. And Joel finds out that Ellie's going to die the whole time. And he breaks her out. And then Joel is like, Ellie, like the game basically just ends with like Ellie being like, what happened? Like did, and Joel's like, no, I promise they, there was nobody there. And like, that's it. And I'm like, I spent this entire game like thinking, like it was like that expectation thing. So it's like, I went into the game expecting it to be a survivor horror and play as a survivor horror, but like it kind of really didn't have the same like feeling. So like I went in with that expectation and then I went in with the expectation that it like deserves game of the year. And like, honestly, like looking back at it, including the, the last DLC, like I think it did deserve game of the year. Like I, it was a great game, but like everybody kept hyping it up so much. And I feel like just like the fact that I played it, I beat it seven years after it came out and like, everybody kept typing it up so much and then they kept telling me that it was more than just like finding out ellie was gonna die the whole time and then you beat the game and that was pretty much it like there wasn't really much of an ending after that and i was just like i feel like i just like i get it it's just like i was a little bitter about it the entire time yeah Mm -hmm. so i'll speak to that a little bit because i was one of those people so i the the thing that i thought was amazing about the game was the dlc as well I thought the rest of the game was fine, but, like, the DLC made it whole for me, and so when I was telling you about it, I was like, in my head, it was just part of the game. Yeah. And then you reached the end, and I was like, yeah, what about that whole part, like, with, like, her, like, her friend, and, like, and then you were like, what? And I was like, frick, that's a (laughs) DLC. That's not part of the game. And I was like, you have to play the DLC. And like, that was the first words out of my mouth because you were like, I still don't really like it. I was like, you have to play the DLC. You have to play the Mm -hmm. DLC. And the DLC in my mind really does. Like, it is where it becomes about more than just that. Like, it becomes about the people in this world. And I've said it before that it's not a game about, like, about like loss or like that's why it's so sad is because they're just constantly going through loss but the fact that like the losses become so like just accepted Mm -hmm. yeah like that is the point of the game to me and like the whole idea that they've already outlived where they should have lived to is, like, the whole mentality of this series, and, like, it really gets driven home with that DLC, in my opinion, about Mm -hmm. how, like, scarily hopeless everything feels, but they just keep on trying to survive for some reason, and I'm really upset that the gameplay gets in the way of that story. Yeah. Uh, but that being said, <laughs> I I do feel like like I know the parts that you're getting frustrated at, and I agree. Like they didn't do a good job with that. I think a lot of that gets I'm gonna say solved with the second one, um, with a big mm-hmm. asterisk about it. We will talk about that one when you actually when play I actually it. Play. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna leave it there. But, Before we get too far, I just want to mention you. You said that you were one of the people that were like, it, mm-hmm. "It's like better than just like finding out that she's dead the whole time." Like, I want you to know that every single person that has recommended this game to me has been like, "There's no like, it's it's not just like she's dead the whole time. Like, it's it's better than that. It's like it it wasn't like it was a very common like me being like, "Oh, I know how it ends," and they're like, "No, you don't." And I was like, "Okay, 
like it was a very common thing across every person like every person that i talked to about it um Mm -hmm. and like i can't imagine they were all like the dlc is definitely part of this like this was before like the remastered one even came out and i was like yeah no i'm not gonna play it like um so i I just feel like i feel like that's like like, what did i miss (laughs) yeah and so i think one of the things that like i oh how do i say this without sounding like i hate the game i agree (laughs) like i kind of went into it and you know me matt and Mm -hmm. sacco like i don't play things that are overhyped because i don't usually like them yeah and i'm not trying to sound like a hipster but i probably do but i don't play these (laughs) like big name games that people are obsessed with because i'm like i'm not gonna like it as much as you did Or it's the same thing with TV shows and movies and that kind of stuff. Because I usually just don't like it as much as they do. And then they're like, why do you like it? Like, what happened? And they try and convince you. It's like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what happened. But the one one thing that I, like, went into it with is, like, feeling like I'm probably not going to like this as much as everyone else does. Yeah. And because of that, I'm going to find the things that I do like. And so the the thing that I thought was just, like, everyone can talk about that draft scene being, like, the best part of the game. But I actually think one of the, like, one of the reasons why I love this game is watching these characters just keep going and just keep trying to protect each other, even though they have, like, no reason to anymore. And the fact that, like, like the giraffe scene, in my opinion, is, like, a beautiful scene, and I'm not dissing on it, but, like, the fact that in the middle of this, like, winter, like, beautiful winter wonderland, you see this, like, rabbit get shot. Yeah. Like, get summed up. Like, that sums up the series for me, is this, like, whole beautiful world that just immediately gets destroyed. And, like, that is the story, and it's sad, and it hurts, and it's painful, but in a way, like, playing the game felt a little bit therapeutic for any sort of, like, hurt I've ever had in my life. Mm -hmm. And that's what I loved about it, was as I was, like, I went away with the feeling, like, okay, like, that was something I could relate to. Which sounds really upsetting, but like, um, <laughs> like I just like the like the idea of what they were doing to each other too. Like at the end, the moment where you're like Joel, just tell her that. Like I was just thinking the entire time, like Joel, just fucking tell her the truth. Like tell yeah. her what happened. Like yeah. tell her what happened. No, you can't. And then him, and then him look at her and be like, "I'm not lying to you." And me being like, "Like you fucked up." Like just having that like mentality of like. Like, you're trying so hard to give her everything, and, like, of course it's going to fall down. Like, that kind of, like, perspective. Like, at all times, him trying to protect her would just end up hurting her. Like, Mm -hmm. I know there's a lot of discussion. This is becoming Marissa Critiques, The Last of Us, but... No, I'm Keep going. There's a lot of discussion about how, like, oh, it's super lame that they made this female character also, like, not being able to swim so that Joel has to, like, carry her across the water all the time. And it's, like, a stupid thing that they do in video games often is they make one character super helpless just to give you something to do, and it always feels really pointless. It's like you could have just made her swim. But then at the end, 
like she falls in the water mm-hmm. and you realize like it, it was like one of those like recurring themes throughout this story is this idea that Joel with the best of his fucking intentions is blinded by these intentions because mm-hmm. he consistently just helped her across the water instead of like teaching her how to fucking swim. Yeah. And at the end it almost kills her. Mm-hmm. Or like him trying to save her and instead of just like stopping for a second and like trying to understand what she would want, he puts her in this position where like she she looks at him at the end like I I I feel like you're lying. Oh, 100%. And, like, you just yeah. know, like, there's tension there and, like, this relationship has shifted because he's only just continually trying to protect her and it's never going to work. And it's the same idea of, like, like, I mean, everyone's doing that to Ellie at the end. Nobody asks her her opinion. Like, all of that yeah. would have been solved with a fucking conversation, which is also hilarious. But like that, that to me was the gem of the story was this, this the really consistent character who keeps trying to protect people. And because he's trying to protect people, he hurts them. Yeah. Like hearing you talk about these characters, I'm just like, this is <laughs> like, it just, it's such an amazing game. And like the amount of depth that the character building, like, like there's just so much depth depth to this game and I feel like playing um like playing left behind really did give me this perspective. Yeah. Um just because it, I feel like I didn't die as much like I did, I still struggled with it I'll be honest with you. Um but like playing the actual game it was like like struggle with gameplay struggle with gameplay cutscene struggle with gameplay struggle with gameplay cutscene so I was never like I never had that moment where I was like these are people that are living at at the end of the world like the like at like society has failed them and the infected are here and they're waking up every single day and trying to like live their best life and yeah. it wasn't until i played left behind and you're seeing ellie in the mall and like she's talking to her best friend and it's like they go into the into the photo booth and it's like Facebook. What's that? Like, what is a Facebook? And like, they mm-hmm. genuinely don't know. And I was just like watching these two kids live their life and have a water gun fight and go into the Halloween store. And it's like, yeah. I felt like I was like, I feel so bad for this fictional character. And like, I want, like, I want to be Joel and I want Joel to literally protect her from the entire world. Like, I want. I yeah, just like want nothing but the best. And I only got like this, like these concepts that you're talking about after playing the the DLC. And then looking back at the game, I was like, that was a fantastic game. Like you go through four seasons of trying to basically create a cure or just like help Ellie. And it's like, I, I didn't get that playing it just because of the gameplay. And like I don't want to constantly blame the gameplay, but like the the DLC really the gave way. me that it really did get in the way and, and the DLC gave me that like this is much deeper than the shitty gameplay like this game was much deeper and like that's why like if you include that like a hundred percent I get why this game was so loved yeah and like I I think that I just went into it like if if I went into it with like more open eyes and I was like expecting it to like be as hard as it was and I just like yeah like if I worked around like if I wasn't so stubborn. 
like about it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I maybe would have had a different outcome, but like being spoiled and then like everybody telling it's the best and like it just yeah, it was like every, like it was just everything went wrong. And then when I went into like I I didn't hear anything about Left Behind. Like I heard I knew that Ellie was gay and that she was gonna try and kiss her best friend or her friend. Um, so I knew that that was gonna happen. And like I was looking forward to it, but I I really had no other idea of this gameplay. So like I feel like going into it blind really did. Even though I knew the ending, like if I just played the game like that, I would have had a completely different experience. But right. overall, yeah, like which... it was, it was fantastic. Yeah, and like because uh, I I played it at launch and I fully played it at launch. Like I finished it, and so I feel like I had I like I had the unspoiled. Like I right. didn't. I also didn't like because the game had just come out. I pre-ordered it. I played it the night it came out. Like I there wasn't a lot of reviews out at the time. Like I feel like I went into it being like. This is a game that everyone's talking about. It sounds really cool. The trailer looked really cool. Like, I'm going to play it. Yeah. And so I went in with my own expectations. Like, no one told me it was going to win Game of the Year or it was going to win all these awards or it was going to be, like, this, like, legendary game that people are going to be talking about for years. I was like, it's just, this is, a, this is a game on the PS3. It looks beautiful. It looks like it could be an interesting game. And then I played it, and it was fantastic because I went in with no expectations mm-hmm, other than right. I, I think it's going to look good. Really, that's all I went in. I went in thinking this game was going to look beautiful. And it did. It lived up to that expectation for sure. And I just adapted everything gameplay-wise to it. I was just like, well, this is just how the game is. And so I like, I, I, I worked around the game instead of the game, instead of like working the game to work around me. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, it's, you're right. I, I didn't play it on easy, but I played it on normal. So I didn't expect it to be super easy. But you're right. If I had played it on easy, I would have expected it to be easy. Yeah. Th- yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's 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 a lot to be said there. The one thing I want to mention before we get too far away from it is is the 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 thing that Matt kind of said you're alluding to. You said like the fact that you like after playing that DLC, you were like, yes, I want to go back and protect Ellie at all mm-hmm. costs. Like I don't care. And you finally like understood kind of like the character there Mm -hmm. one that's the exact feeling i had about life is strange when they released before the storm and then i immediately went back and played the original game because i was like oh my god i was so mean to chloe (laughs) uh like it just gave me a new perspective of it and i think it's amazing that they can do that with dlcs or expansions or prequels or whatever the other thing was, is I was there throughout the whole game. So, like, I'm a pretty not violent person in real life. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, if you had told me the story, I probably would have been like, oh, it's really stupid at the end that Joel just goes and shoots everyone in the hospital. Like, that seems like an overreaction. The minute that the Fireflies told Joel, which was me, so I will say they told me, they were like, <laughs> we're going to kill Ellie. I, like, his reaction on par with my literal reaction i was like i will fucking kill all of you and then joel was like well i guess i'm gonna kill everyone i was like yes joel we are gonna kill everyone like we are gonna fuck up this hospital like we are getting ellie out at all costs i will shoot everyone in the face and not feel bad about it and i'm going in guns blazing you better give me lots of ammo like i was pissed and i feel like the gameplay got in the way of that for you for sure and i I totally get that but I think that's what people felt. And I might I might be wrong. Other people might have felt different things. But that was when I was like, 
holy fucking shit, I would do anything to not have this happen to this little girl who I just spent the entire game protecting. Yeah. And who she opened up with trust about the fireflies and they aren't even going to wake her up because they don't think she's worth the anesthetic to wake up before they kill her. I'm going to fuck them all up. And like, that was like, I was raging inside. And I think that that is something Naughty Dog has done extremely well. Mm -hmm. Is just made me feel what that character is feeling. And no matter how much of an overreaction it is, like I'm there. Yeah, like the strong, like visceral emotions, like that yeah. split second, and like, like they, they also like they do a great thing in the storytelling where like everything happens so fast, they don't give you a chance to think about what's happening. There's like, oh, the surgery's happening right now. Ellie is gonna die. Like, we, we didn't tell you this because we knew you weren't gonna go through with it. And he's like, well, fuck you. And the, like, you're in the moment, you're like, yeah, like we now need to run as fast as we can to get to Ellie, even though you know the game isn't just gonna end. If you don't get yeah. there in time, right? Like, like it's like you can take three hours to get there. It's still she'll still be there. But like in in the moment, you're like, oh my god, I need to get there right now. And it's something they did a lot in the game. They they had this whole again. I think it's going back to like that that like constant fear because like during that whole journey, you like you witnessed so much loss, and mm-hmm. you're like, oh my god, I can't I can't lose Ellie too. Like. You lost all these people along the way. Everybody's dying around you. Like the second you make a connection, you're like, I, I don't know if how long this connection is gonna last. And you're like, well, Ellie's been here from the beginning. I can't lose Ellie. And so, like, Mercer's right. Like in that moment, I felt like, holy crap, I'm gonna burn this whole hospital to the ground if they touch her. All right. And, so we are yeah. reaching the end of our time here. So I just want to leave it open to you guys one more time. Just Matt, any closing kind of thoughts on the game? I I wish I liked the game more while I was playing it. Looking back, it was it, it is a fantastic story. Like like the story really is there and I wish I liked it more. So I'm going to mm-hmm. try and play The Last of Us 2 with a little bit more uh, open arms and and an open mind and and i really right. i hope that me going in with this blind hope is not me getting my expectations too high again um but i, I am i'm am extremely excited to play the second one and and i i don't know if i would recommend everybody play the first one but like definitely watch like the cutscenes on youtube or like see what yeah, happens like if you the show to... that they're currently filming <laughs> You're like, oh yeah, like I like watch, yeah. Like if you want to, I'm sure there's a hundred like let's plays, yeah, or like let's watches where like you can just watch someone play through it. And like mm-hmm. again, like there's no choices really, so like you're gonna experience the same story as long as you like. You just have to invest in those videos, right? Like just invest in those characters. Um, I, yeah. One more thing, All I just right. want to add. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I I feel like I was missing out on stuff. Like if you, if you listen to this podcast and you came into it being like, I've never played it, but I don't care about spoilers. Like if you don't like the game, that's perfectly okay. And like, I, I stopped the first time peacefully and I was like, this isn't a game that I'm going to enjoy playing. So I'm just not going to play it. And I felt like, again, not only just to do this, this podcast, but everybody that talks about video games was like, no, you got to play it. No, you got to play it. And I was like, you don't, you don't have to be peer pressured. You know, if 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 it's not for you, it's not for you. But the story was well written, and and I give it a two thumbs up. Uh, just a couple things I want to just throw out there. Um, 
I think uh, in terms of video game like representation, it does an amazing job. I don't know how much of you, this you actually picked up on, Matt, mm-hmm. but I, I don't feel right about having a podcast about The Last of Us without talking about Bill and the fact mm-hmm. that like he is um, like a gay character as well. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Ellie in the DLC, we learn that she is also a gay character. Um, I will say that uh, it feels a little bit um, underhanded to kill off the two uh, black characters very early. Yeah. Um, I felt like that was not the best choice necessarily, but I, I think that's not something I can cover in the last two minutes of this podcast. <laughs> maybe, maybe we shouldn't have complained so much. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all good. I will say the other thing that I thought was really amazing, and I just have to give a shout out to Gay for Play because I actually am totally... This is something that they actually made me realize. At the beginning of the game, I always described it to people as like I was summarizing what happens at the beginning is that, you know, the cop shoots um, Sarah because he thinks she's infected. Uh, she does. He doesn't shoot Sarah because he thinks she's infected. He shoots Sarah because he's told to shoot Sarah. And he's given bad orders. And I never actually realized that this little like seed of um, just real life being thrown in at the beginning Mm -hmm. of like the guy taking the bad orders and killing someone with them and the tragedy around that. Um, I really didn't notice that until I listened to their podcast. Um, That being said, if you do want more uh, in-depth analysis, in-depth analysis, if I can speak, I would recommend uh, checking out their um, podcast on The Last of Us. They do a great job of reviewing it in depth, uh, specifically the LGBTQ characters that are present in the story. That being said, thank you all so much for joining us for this episode. We do not have recommendations because we only talked about one game. So obviously (laughs) that is going to just be Whether you want to play The Last of Us, if you're going to take that recommendation from us, obviously we have quite a bit of uh, controversy around our feelings on it. Otherwise, make sure you're following us on Twitch. Uh, We do stream every once in a while there. We are also on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, Facebook, all at Crowned Heathens. So definitely check us out there. And that's pretty much it. Thanks for joining us, and we'll catch you in the next one. If you disagree with me at all, please DM uh, the Crown Heathens Instagram account. I will message you back and I will fight you.